0: hi everybody it's michelle jackson here with another interview with an amazing author from the black writers workspace we have zoe who is a children's book author who's here to talk about his first children's book that he published um called maddie's grandpa grandpa day and we're so excited to be here with him because he is also going to be with us on saturday during our black ink virtual book fair and we do invite everyone to come out You can register at boothcentral.com. It is free. And not only will you be able to connect with around 25 new and independent Black authors, but you will also have the opportunity to hear from our four speakers, including Ashley Jones, who is the poet Laureate for the state of Alabama, Kevin Powell, who I think he was on the first episode of um, MTV's... um, I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry, but MTV's, what was the series? Maybe Zoe can remind me, but I've been reading his book. It is amazing. And we're going to be talking to him about his book, which is right here over my shoulder. We're going to also be talking to and Isma, um, who is a writer and editor, and with Odessa Rose, who turned her book into a film, which I watched last night, and it is amazing. So to all of you who would love to be a part of the Black Ink Virtual Book Fair, you can log on at boothcentral.com on Saturday between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. and take part in everything that we have going on. But for now, we have Zoe, who is here to talk to us about his children's book. Hi, Zo.
1: Hello, Michelle. I want to thank no, you for this wonderful opportunity to be here with you.
0: I, I had kind of a brain fart. Tell me again. That was the MTV what was the name of the show uh, MTV
1: studios or MTV live or something? I'm not sure. It wasn't
0: Cribs. It wasn't, you know, I know Kevin at home. They did he, have MTV
1: know Cribs also. I know <laughs> it MTV was the Cribs. reality
0: show that came out okay. and he was a part of it. And I'm so excited to have him, but I'm also so excited to have you I here appreciate it. to talk about your book and to talk to us about the process of writing a children's book. Now, I'm not going to tell a story about the fact that I am so excited to have a male children's book writer.
1: We okay? are far in between. That's for <laughs> sure, Michelle. We are far in I between. I love it.
0: I love it. I, I love I love the fact that we get to talk because we're going to I want to hear about writing this book from your perspective, you know, okay. and um, I am also I'm writing my first um, graphic novel. And I'm working with an illustrator. Wonderful. And it has been an experience, and I'm loving it, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a uh, lot of
1: work. (laughs) Absolutely. So
0: before we talk about, you know, our great adventures and working with illustrators and getting everything done, let's first learn a little bit about you and then tell us a little bit about your book. And show us your
1: book as well. Okay. Well, first of all, I'll give you some basic background information about me. I live in Lawrenceville, New Jersey with my incredible wife. And I have three adult children now. They're out the house. And that's where the beauty comes in that I can write and do everything now. Everything that I wanted to do, um, I've been writing for many, many years. I'm a published poet, um, published author now. And I've been writing for many years. But the inspiration behind my children's books came from my children. In the beginning, you, you tell your kids stories and you just don't see enough I'll guess uh, versatility or the things that you want to see in the books as far as different colors and variations, you know. And the thing about it, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she says, Dad, I've heard that story. Make up a story. So, you you know, Dad, you you challenge Dad. dad Dads have to rise to the occasion. So more so I was like, "Okay, sweetie, Dad will do this. So start creating stories. And telling the kids stories, and over a period of time, I realized, okay, they're adults now. I got a whole bunch of stories here. What am I going to do with these things? So then, eventually, I just sifted through the pile and said, "Hey, let's do this." So uh, it's been a blessing. But as you said, now this book and the blessing is this book is Mm self-published. But I had an incredible um um publisher that worked with me, Pink Butterfly. And it was, it was an incredible experience.
0: You know, I I, I love, I love, I love that you have um, taken this time out to, to not let the work and the creativity and the storytelling just sit in a box or sit in a a notebook. You, you wanted the world to see it and to experience it. And, and I don't know if people know, but as writers, you know, you go through that period of deciding whether or not the world is ready to meet you as a writer. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about that process in your head um, in deciding that it's time for me now to pull this work out and to make sure the world gets a chance to experience
1: it. Well, Michelle, it's all about knowing you. And I was more so, the bottom line is when you build a family, you take care of family, your ambitions, you have no choice. They have to be put on the back burner. It's about taking care of your babies, taking care of your families, whether it's through college whether it's through just life itself, you have to concentrate and focus on the family. But then as things become a little bit more mellow, you know, things become a little, you know, easier, you begin to say, okay, they're getting older now. What's dad going to do? What's dad's ambitions, his dreams? And you begin to say, hey, dad wants to do this. Dad doesn't have to watch you every second now. Dad has a little more free time. So dad is passionate about writing. I've been writing writing. My imagination began when I was smaller, much smaller, you know, and it began into the the Marvel world, comic books, and just wanting to. The beauty about writing is you can create your own world Mm -hmm. and nobody can tell you what your world has to be. You know, you can. And it's it's almost a sense of being like a, uh, a miniature God. You can create whatever you want, do whatever you want. Characters. You can, whether it's fantasy or whatever, but you can almost do whatever you want. You can be a creator. So just the point of being able to write my stories and my books, that's always been a passion. It was just a matter of when. That's all.
0: You know, you said something that is so great. And um, I see this from the perspective now of not only uh, as a writer and a reader. Growing up, I read a lot. And Mm. it was my way of just losing myself into another world. Absolutely. And, I mean, I would sit on the porch and just read book after book after book. I had a teacher to say that if you want to be a good writer, then you have to read a lot. And that I, we needed to have books in every room of the house. And so I had books in every room of the house. And I would literally lose myself in those books. And then when you become exactly. a writer, you're like, take, like I write fiction. I write Christian fiction and women's fiction. And now yeah. I'm doing a graphic novel. It is so exciting. I love the idea of you saying it's like you're your own little God. You're creating your own world and you do and you create all these characters and you don't want to be hindered or censored. I've had some people to say, you know, you should only write about people like you or you shouldn't write outside of, you know, your culture and different things like that. I completely disagree.
1: Well, you got to challenge yourself, Michelle. Right. Absolutely. How how do you get better if you only stay in one genre and one area? You got to challenge yourself.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love, tell us about Maddie. Who uh, is Maddie? Is is that a uh, character now, that you've what, been building for a while? What's <laughs> funny
1: now, Maddie is a true story. Maddie is my little girl, my youngest daughter. And this Maddie's grumpa grumpa day more so just started out when she was having a bad day in school. And she came home and mom and dad, we gave her plenty of love you know, what any parent would do. We listened to her, but we gave her plenty of love. We reassured her, We know, we gave her affirmations and we let her know, baby, this is normal sometimes, but guess what, baby? Mom and dad are here for you, baby. We love you. And tomorrow's another day. Let's go. (laughs) So that's what it was more so.
0: I have a fifteen-year-old, so it'll be Jaden's grumpy, grumpy, grumpy day. Is that that would be the name of my book for my fifteen-year-old? There you year go. <laughs> As they get older, <laughs> yeah, they those get days, grumpier, and grumpier, yes, grumpier. And grumpier. So Absolutely. That's true. I love, I love that you wrote a book, and um, I love that you're looking to to deal with diversity in these books. We need to see characters that look like us. Uh, Young people need yes. to see characters that look like them. That is very, very important, well, and I'm glad to see that Maddie is representative of that. I'm
1: going to tell mm-hmm. you a quick story, and it's not a bad story, but it's, it's educational. When I was pursuing, I had an editor that I had to edit some of the work for the story. The editor told me, "I have a, in this st- series here, I have mother and father, and I wanted to always have that team, that cohesion, mother and father loving, building, growing the child. And then a editor told me, he said, take the mother or the father out. I said, I don't understand why. And he couldn't explain it, but I more so realized this is what he's used to. This is what he understood. This is the environment that he sees and he thinks this is okay. But I'm like, no, I designed it for mother and father to be there. But he was okay with taking one of the characters out as if that's the norm. That's the way it should be.
0: And that's why as African-Americans, we have to write. And tell our own stories because Absolutely. there are so many um, misconceptions and stereotypes about Absolutely. what the black family dynamic is. Oh, Absolutely. single single mom, single dad—that re- is representative of the black family dynamic. Yes, there right. are a lot of us who grew up in single parent households, Absolutely. but we all—I think most of we—we we, we believe in family. We believe in mother and fathers, and and we believe and we are nurturing our kids as as partners in the home mothers and fathers and I don't um, think I'm glad that you stuck to your gun about yeah, that
1: I don't think there's there's the structure is beautiful life is designed we do what we have to do but you can't tell me no child or any parent would say I would love to just be able to do it my on my own mm-hmm. any parent would love to say yes I want that strong man I want that strong female absolutely that strong woman by my side to help me grow and build my child because I can't teach my, my wife can't teach my son how to be a man. She can teach him a lot of levels of morality, but she can't teach him how to be a man. And I can't teach my daughter. I can teach her so many things about manhood, but I can't teach her how to be a woman. I can't teach her that. So that structure, it's essential if you can have it, but guess what? Single parents are doing an incredible job, and I, I applaud them. I take nothing away from them. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and and I love that you're saying this because I completely 100% agree. I grew up in a single-parent home, Yeah. but I know how hard it was for my mother, yeah. and I know that it would have been easier if there was a two-parent home there. Now, Absolutely. for me and my husband, it's a tag team. We literally tag you in and with our son. It is like, all right, tag in, you got him. <laughs> I'm going I'm going Ding. to watch Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like,
1: you Your turn. It.
0: So, yeah, and it it makes life a, a lot smoother. So tell me something then. So, as writing a, a, as you wrote a book about a young girl. Mm-hmm. What did you learn about young women or young a young girl oh, that really Oh changed my god, I don't think you, you have enough time work. for
1: this, Michelle. <laughs> I do. I've got it. But the basics are I have I have three children. I have two girls and a boy. And night and day, night and day, girls and boys. And just little girls growing up. Oh, it's dad. Ha- Bottom line is I'm I'm a big softie myself. My, your girls, for any most males will tell you, girls will have daddies wrapped around their fingers. And that's what happens because dad's like we want to protect them. We want to hold them. And it's different with boys and girls. With my little girl, I can all day long. And I can't do that with my son. Okay, okay, dad, okay. <laughs> but my little my little girls, oh, they, they're hugging me. They're loving me. It's a beautiful thing, you know, but um, yeah, just more so being, oh, you have to be very patient, being very mm-hmm. patient, being, and sometimes as an adult, even parenting, you have to bite your tongue because it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And you have to step back and say, okay, let's focus. You know, it's been a bad day or a rough day. But you have to channel positive energy to the child. The child has to be able to see that positive energy. You can't always let her see that negative side where, oh, dad's having a bad day. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you stay focused and and you love them as much as you can and you do the best you can. But with little girls, it's they they just – my wife left me home a few times too and (laughs) many times – and it was, I get up in the morning, where's mommy? I don't know, daddy. It's like, oh boy. And it's like, daddy gotta go somewhere. So daddy gotta take time. Okay, daddy gonna get this right. You're fixing the hair, you're getting it, you're brushing it. Oh, I, I was my, I was the man with a ponytail. Oh, yeah. I could I yeah. could do a ponytail and plaid it. I was like, but that's all I knew though, just the ponytail and the plaid. But it was beautiful and it looked neat.
0: <laughs> that was all you needed. That, exactly. So tell us, how did Maddie like the book?
1: Oh, Maddie loves the book. Well, Mm -hmm. the thing about the beauty of it is, this is just a series, this this is dad's time. I have five completed books and I just got picked up by a publisher. Mm -hmm. So my second book will be out sometime next year. I have two screenplays I've written and I'm working with two producers for that. So the writing up here in this head, oh, there's so much to just come out.
0: well that's excellent that's so good to know that you're doing so many things and it's so good to know that you're a part of the black writers workspace and will be at the black ink virtual book fair this saturday so if anybody wants to meet zoe in his virtual chat room you can talk to him just like this if you've got a smartphone a tablet desktop you can talk to him live please join us on saturday from 10 to 2 p.m central boothcentral.com easy, free. It's going to be an amazing yes. event. But that's so, also
1: too, because mm-hmm. Michelle, people like you give us these platforms, being united, working together, understanding that, look, we grow together, we build each other. And yes. I thank you a thousand times for giving us, me, the platform to go out there and present our books to people. So it's a beautiful thing. And I thank you again,
0: thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. You know, we started this, Um, well, I started this last year and it's all about just working with people like you and myself. I'm an independent author yes. and trying to get as many people as possible to support our work. So that's what's important to me as well. Exactly. So you're going to do a reading for us um, from your book. Um, and, and this is something that I want everybody to hear. I think it's so amazing whenever you hear someone read their own work. Um, <laughs> and so we're going to, Hear a little bit of maddie's grandpa grandpa day we're gonna get to know maddie so i'm gonna put you on the screen by yourself so that okay. you can make this happen
1: how many pages you want me to do what are you what's good for you
0: um just do about two 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 or three minutes of it's fine okay
1: that's fine okay. you let me know well let's get started okay huge teardrops pour from maddie's brown eyes Her sad face gazed through the school bus window as gigantic raindrops splashed against the glass. Her hard school day had finally come to an end. The red lights flashed and the yellow school bus came to a full stop. But before the doors opened, Maddie completely squeezed through them and darted into her mother's outstretched arms. Hello, sweetie. Why are your eyes raining? Her mother asked, kissing Maddie's wet cheeks. Maddie frowned because everyone at school was grumpy and mean. Mommy smiled and hugged Maddie. What if we went puddle splashing? Would that frown go away? She asked, wiping warm tears from Maddie's face. Yes, mommy. Off they went, jumping, splashing, giggling. They stomped through big small and deep puddles, and even some teeny tiny ones before arriving home. That was fun, Mommy, Maddie proclaimed. I had fun too. Let's go inside and make some hot chocolate. Maddie sat on the floor close to her mother. She slurped mountains of whipped cream from her hot cocoa. Are you comfy? Asked her mommy. Yes, Maddie replied. Great. So tell me all about your day. Maddie nuzzled in closer. Well, I asked Mr. Davis if we had homework. He made a mean, scary face and said, Everyone moans and groans. Just leave me alone. Is it time to go home? (gasps) Her mommy's eyes widened and her eyebrows flashed. What happened next? Then I saw Miss Corinne in the hallway, and I asked her if she ever made mud pies in the rain. She said, Grumpa, grumpa, this day. Grumpa, grumpa, go away. It's too wet to play. Oh, my, Mommy said. After that, I asked Rye Miller in the cafeteria what he had for lunch. He said, Brunch with no crunch. I have little to munch. All I have is this soggy old lunch. Maddie's mother leaned over and kissed her. Tomorrow will be a better day. Everyone just had the Monday morning blues.
0: I love it. I absolutely
1: love that. Thank you, Michelle
0: excellent I hope everybody will come out and um, purchase a, a copy of your book your information is also at the bottom of the screen here you can find it on amazon yes. um tell me something so what your boys got to say about you writing these children's books <laughs> oh,
1: I don't have any um that that's funny I, I don't have any not any um negative comments or anything but no the, to be honest no, no every anyone that knows me, this is what I've always done. I'm a writer. And now don't get me wrong. I did have somebody, you know, I was I was very professional, but they gave me a funny look and even made a negative comment about a male being a writer. Mm-hmm. As far as a male writing a children's book. So, you know, I had to step back, you know, I, I didn't I wasn't offended, but I'm like, that's because you don't know me. And reading the book, you know, you understand. This is a dad who loves his children, you know, yes. and that's all it is. A dad who loves his children and he wants to put it on paper. Doesn't
0: and you know, it. I asked that question because I think we all have that one person that says that, that thing that you're going,
1: Absolutely. you
0: understand what creativity is and creativity. Absolutely. It is what it is. If it, if it makes you dance, you dance. If it makes you sing, you sing. If it makes you write, you write and it doesn't matter. Uh, what you're writing, if that's the story that comes to you, that's the story that comes from your heart, you write it. And so yeah. I'm glad to know that you're like, hey, I'll answer your questions, but I'm not going to stop being
1: absolutely And so it's usually excellent. people that are not in the business. Mm-hmm. A dog owner, a dog owner won't, will ask certain questions, no one to ask, but a person would that has no dog will say, Oh, why would you clean up or why would you do that? Well, you don't understand about the dogs because you don't have one. And you're not you can't really be apathetic unless you've experienced it. And if you're not a writer, if you're not a creative writer, if you've never written a children's book, you won't understand someone else doing it. And especially on a male's point of view. So love it. It's all so your
0: book of poetry. Talk to us a little bit about it as well.
1: Oh boy. See, you're you're going back now, Michelle. <laughs> I um poetry was the foundation. Poetry was my foundation. I, I'm actually published in a book called, I think it's Memory of Songs. But um, they published maybe like five or six of my poems and everything. But the poems were the foundation. But as I began to learn how to put all the words together to make sense, to be able to craft and create the stories, that's when I just, I haven't written a poem in ages. But yeah, that's more so just, and it was more so a stepping stone. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. As you became Mm -hmm. better in that area, you said, okay. And it's also more challenging too. You say, okay, I like the poems, but wow, what if I interweave and interwine this story or this character, that person? So
0: absolutely. I absolutely. think poetry is very hard to, to write as well. Talk to us a little bit about working with an illustrator, because like I mentioned to you before, I'm creating a graphic novel and yeah. I'm working with an illustrator. And um, the experience has been good, but I could only imagine because a lot of people are having some really tough experiences working, yeah. not just working with them, but finding a good, reputable um, yeah. illustrator. Talk to us about who you work with and that experience and what did you learn?
1: Well, I worked with um, Carlos Limos. And from the Pink Butterfly, the publisher that I work with, she was able to acquire him for me. But working with an illustrator, I think, is easier if you can have that creative sense, mm-hmm. if you know exactly what you want. It's hard to sometimes, it's hard for sometimes illustrators to pull it from your mind. If you can work directly with them to be able to say, hey, listen, on this page, I'm thinking a, a yellow shirt with this and that, whatever. I'm thinking curls, because sometimes the illustrator will, well, the illustrator thinks they know your vision. And then when, after a three or four drawings, it's like, you draw well, but this has nothing to do with what I, this was not what I was envisioning. So, and some illustrators are, can be very sensitive mm-hmm. because, and it's, it is, it's sometimes the crapshoot. You just don't know who you're going to get. And it's not based upon the quality of work. It's on a mental level, too, where an illustrator to be able to say, OK, that's not what you want. Not a problem. And some are saying, no, I drew this and I like it. And so you, you, you know, got to be able to work with them.
0: That 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 last personality would have been a, a problem for me because, yeah. you know, in and, and any type of um, book design, book layout is that. When you're a writer, you have a vision for what you want. I know my book is is based in New Orleans. I live in New uh-huh. Orleans, and so with my illustrator, he lives in Maryland, and yeah. so we had that the conversation um, a number of times about we don't wear long sleeves in New Orleans because it doesn't get cold here.
1: Absolutely, you
0: know. And he and he is such a good guy, and I love what he's doing for me. But he kept putting a long sleeve shirt on my on one of my characters, and I was like. Come on, I want you to look at these pictures. That's it's hot. hilarious. It's hot down here. When I was sending it out to friends to get their opinion, that was the thing. Like, you got to work on the wardrobe for your yeah. characters. And so he's dynamic. He's a young African American illustrator out of, mm-hmm. uh, the, I think, the Baltimore area. And um, his name is Terrence Baldwin. And I would tell everybody to definitely reach out to him. He's doing, he's yes. young. He's, he's really doing it. But you do, you have a vision. And if you're going to, if the illustrator or the graphic designer and, book cover designer whomever if they are sensitive then it's not gonna work because- yeah I ran into some problems
1: like that you know yeah. I mean, we, had to, we but the thing about it too, it's frustrating because you have to tell yourself we're at the we're on the um the one yard line mm-hmm. we're about to we we can't really you can't create friction because we're too close you're too far in it's like mm-hmm. we're this is the deadline is', is next week we can't debate about this and and some, you have to let certain things he got a pink shirt i wanted a blue shirt and it's like uh, I, I don't even care now just yes. leave the pink shirt because this has to go out next week <laughs> yes
0: i've had that conversation so yes. you 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 talk talk to us a little bit about i know you talk about your publishing talk to our writers as we wrap up give us a little bit of an encouragement to keep going. A lot of our oh, writers yeah. are new and independent. A lot of them are aspiring. They haven't even put the first word to the paper yet because That's they're, they're I trying to get the confidence to do it. So give us some words of encouragement.
1: Well, here's the thing about writing. It, it's, it's a level of creativity. It allows you to be creative, but don't let anybody tell you what's good or bad. You write and don't worry about editing. Write until you can't write anymore. It's all about what you believe in. Nobody in the world can tell me I, ha- I write terribly. I You might be able to tell me how to restructure a few things or how to make change a few things or whatever. But I, I believe in me. I know who I am. I know. And if you do tell me, I know I can write something better. So, but I would say stay focused, stay committed. And, it, and it's something, at the end of the day, it's something that you have perfect. The more you do, it's just like being in love. It's a beautiful feeling. But it's going to take work because you can say I am in love, but there's a difference between knowing how to love somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's the process where you learn. Yes, you can put pen to paper and write, but then you have to learn how to craft, how to build those words, Mm -hmm. how to make the characters make sense, how to make the characters inviting, you know, but it's a process. And you have to be committed to it, though. But I would say stay focused. Keep writing. You will get that story that's so intriguing to you where you can't put it down.
0: And you, but you have
1: to do it though, because you're gonna write stories where, oh, okay, that was good, that was good. And then you're gonna get your baby. And if you keep doing it enough, you'll get to your baby where it's like, oh my God, I love everything about this story. And then, and then it's five o'clock, it's three o'clock in the morning. And you're like, oh, I'm still writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it it, is. <laughs> but also most importantly, everybody has to have a baby, a passion adults we have to have something that's just for us i don't care whether it's writing it's painting it's reading you have to have your own baby as adults your own time when you do something that you enjoy i hope writing is it for you though
0: thank you so much for that um (laughs) we are so excited to have you be a part of the black ink virtual book fair on saturday i invite everybody to come out i also ask everyone to purchase your book you can purchase it now you can purchase it on saturday um, I am excited to have you because it's right before Christmas, and what better
1: oh, gift yeah. to give
0: than a Absolutely. children's book? So, and a children's book written by someone who was writing for his little girl. So, you've already uh, yeah. cracked my heart right? wide <laughs> open, and I'm going to be buying that book. So, you don't worry about that. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Too. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for being a part of the Black Writers Workspace, and thank you for exhibiting at our upcoming event. We look forward to continuing to not only read this book, but all of the books that you're going to be putting out there and the plays or the film or yes. everything that, that comes after this. So I just wanted to once again tell you thank you for being with us and uh, don't go anywhere, uh, but uh, we're going to wrap up and.
1: Thank you also you Michelle, for the opportunity and the platform. You are an incredible host. Thank you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Take care.
1: Okay.